Hey guys, Matt here. Just a quick announcement before the start of the episode. Because we're doing these episodes remotely to uh, try to flatten the curve with COVID-19, we're obviously going to run into a few technical issues from time to time. Specifically on this episode, my audio is a little wonky in spots. So I just want to give you guys a heads up before it starts to not be alarmed. We are aware of it and didn't want to toss the whole episode because of that. So just thanks for sticking with us through all this. And we appreciate it a lot and hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks. Some said they couldn't do it. Even more said they probably shouldn't. But here they are, bringing you another episode of the Happy Zen Podcast. Welcome your hosts, Adam and Matt. Avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. Eh, why bother? Fair enough. I'm not worried about legal snags. As I've learned from while following social media today, if I have concerns with anything, I put on my George Washington mask, a coat, my AR-15 or 25, and head to a capital city or a capital hill or wherever the fuck the capital is I live in and stand around with my gun and stare down whatever is the problem. In this case, it seems to be Americans are trying to stare down COVID-19. I don't know how well that's going. But so far, those people on the steps with their automatic weapons, who I'm not necessarily sure who they're prepared to shoot, haven't been infected, I understand. I feel like I missed out on the news, but that's okay. It was an awesome bit of news. It looked like the prequel to Purge. And I'm not making that up. That was someone else's quote. It was fantastic. It's what uh, was it? Was it Indiana where they had the uh, the curfew at night and they they used the Purge alarm and it yeah. just scared the shit out of people, which it rightfully should. Well, these folks that I saw the pictures today and some live streaming of it, I I have. I hope the disease wins in some cases, in many cases, um, because the simple fact is this is decision making at a time when we're trying to protect each other. And the decision making is to arm yourself and proceed to a public space in gathering with other people to scare something to make it better. I don't get what they're trying to accomplish. And for an hour of reading, I could not get to the bottom other than trolls basically trying to protect them saying that they were standing up for their freedom i'm not sure when freedom got taken wait are these away. the haircut people that that are so desperate to go get a haircut and go back to work yeah i i think that's part of it right there it's the i need to go back to work you're taking these freedoms and liberties away from me and then there was some oh some you know th- what let those people go back to work then i don't care that's called natural selection. There's just so much. This this rabbit hole is so deep to go down if we want to go down it. Could it's be worse. Un- we could be living in Las Vegas. I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, I mean, just honestly. Every time I think I've seen the craziest politician, I'm wrong. I find yeah. a new one. Because yeah. that woman is insane. I feel like, the, I feel like um, uh, what's his face there? Tiger King might actually might not have been a bad governor at this point. Uh, I mean, yeah, if he was governor of Las Vegas. Anyways, uh, 
So anyways, God hope, damn it, we're terrible at this. I, uh, hope, I hope I hope the um the the the, the slow flush of uh, shit that's making its way down the drain from this week of COVID nineteen pandemic in North America uh, is at least somewhat full of hilarity in the same way that we're finding it because the stuff that's rising to the surface right now is amazing. But to all those Canadians, and I'm going to be biased here, all Canadians, Ontarians, anyone that's listening from our great, wonderful country, the North, um, congratulations to you all because we are doing a wonderful job. It is a painstaking process, but we're doing very well. We're not there yet, but we're sure in a hell of a lot better spot than we thought we'd be. And the generosity and kindness knows no bounds. I was just reading a wonderful article how the province of Alberta, who financially has been hit extremely hard with all of this more than most, is still finding the way to give ventilators and masks to territories and other provinces who need it. So Canada's being Canadian, and uh, you know what? That's just fucking heartwarming, man. So that's a cool thing. Build that wall. Build Please. that wall. I'm Wrong border, that's... though. Different no, border. I, I think that's what our infrastructure investment needs to be going forward. Is uh, Get those people gonna... back to work. It is my job. It is regular capacity. I am going to use that as a joke with other people. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. So much like a television program or a movie, that was our intro before the title credits. So you are now listening to the Happy Zen podcast. And because we've never properly introduced this program ever. ever. Not no. once. Not and once. I, mean, I don't mind talking. I just people, you know, they expect things. And well, we haven't. You know what? Forget it. Forget it. Don't worry about it. We have an announcer. That guy does all the work for us. Shout out to Ian. So, I've got my drink. I've got coffee tonight. Wow. Well, Sorry. This is my last beer in the house. i got to recharge. I'm all right. I haven't done that yet, but uh, I'm very strict into my diet right now. So, I, I like, uh, you know, it's the challenge of can you do things strictly while you're captivated at home or do you not? And uh, I seem to be doing quite well. So, my beard is not coming in. I'm never going to catch yours. Yours is getting very... Gandalfish. Yeah, I've really stopped maintaining it. Like I used to do like the beard oil, and I'm like, who am I doing this for? You do look like you put your finger in a light socket, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> and my wife wants me to shave everything but the middle, like just have like the Van Dyke. I don't know. I might I might just mess around with it for a day. We'll see. I threatened my children with handlebar mustache. I don't think I can quite wow. Oh, oh no, it's there. And then I need to twist then... it. But then I'm letting the, the length go on the chin so the handlebars will hang down much oh, yeah. like, a, like yeah. Abraham in Walking Dead. Or or if I can get it further, I will. Yeah. So, so. just filthy gross. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Get, maybe get a bead in there or something. So are you one of those people that's actually losing weight during the uh, isolation instead of gaining weight? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm just kicking the crap out of it. Yeah. I'm having a good go at it. Yeah. I've had to. If I, I mean, because my, my ability to go the other way is astronomical. And uh, I, I would end up like Homer Simpsons with a uh, dialing wand and all kinds of cool shit. You know how far I can go. We uh, we took a little break. I mean, not. No, I guess we we took a break for what was the more most recent schedule. But this is kind of more on par with what we were doing before. Mostly because, I don't know about yourself, but I was having a hard time motivating to do anything but watch movies and play games. But I do find during weekdays, because I'm locking myself in my office and doing like the nine to five sitting at my desk, that structure keeps me <laughs> more funny. or less sane. 
Yeah. You can say that might be why you're borderline depressed. You fucking listen. I I, I have turned changed for me. This is exactly. I'm doing the same job I was doing before. Nothing okay. has changed. And that's where I think taking this opportunity to manipulate not your schedule, your de- dedication to work, but to to relax with it in the terms of taking it around your house, not locking your office, mixing in home and work. You know, you're doing something for 15, 20 minutes. You walk over, have a cup of coffee, pet the dog, do something in the house and just wander back to work. I've been using that routine. And I'll tell you, it it, it feels like a really weird vacation where it's like I planned it. The, the airport disappeared. Uh, we lost all of our luggage and I'm stuck at home because there's no vehicles to get me anywhere. But I still feel like it's kind of there's a relaxed sensation, but I'm still getting lots of things done, getting lots of conversations in. I'm finding the clock doesn't make any sense. You said nine to five. Uh, it could be seven o'clock in the morning. It could be nine o'clock at night. It could be big gaps in between. It's kind of all over the place is what I'm I'm finding it to be like. But I think at the end of the week, if I were to run the tally, I'm probably doing as much. It's just all over the place. See, people that look to me for support and help don't seem to realize anything's changed. So I sort of have to work that way as well, more or less. Um, I want to say I want to get you I want to get you a device to lock your laptop at like waist height and it's attached to you so you can just walk around with your hands free. And then when you need to, you can use your laptop, but then just keep carrying on in the house. I'm pretty sure I've seen that a television show. It's funny that you mentioned that because there's something similar. um, I guess for Christmas, I got uh, Typing of the Dead, which is basically House of the Dead for the Dreamcast. But instead of shooting with the light gun, you actually have to type words as a typing tutor to kill zombies. And the characters in the game have a backpack with a Sega Dreamcast, a large battery that powers it, and then like a, a keyboard shelf strapped over their shoulder in front of them to hold the keyboard. And they run around with the keyboard in front of them. Is genius. I think that's, that's what amazing, we should do. It's an amazing segue, and I think it's exactly what you need. Yeah. To be fair, you don't need all the power pack stuff because the batteries on laptops today are pretty good, and you can just, you know, stop and plug it in for a minute. So. I mean, the highlight of my day today was uh, Staples finally got around to delivering my paper shredder, and I got to shred for, like, a couple hours. It was exciting. I saw that on Instagram, which I find interesting because you're working remotely from home, so I don't understand what the paper's for. Well, you know, I, I've had paper building up for a while, and it just sort of broke my file cabinet so i thought it'd be time to shred some of it are these just all your doodles yeah it's my doodles it, it well yeah i mean it's also i went through like i have pay stubs from like 2001 what the hell do i have pay stubs from 2001 for see now you're showing your age that we were working in 2001 yeah well i mean it is a decennial podcast that makes sense yeah that is a, exactly 19 years ago by the way you had a pay stub so if anybody actually comes after us for that, I mean, what are you doing? You're in the wrong place. Yeah. But what I was going to say was the the other thing that might be factoring into that is where I would have more downtime. I don't think we talked about this on the podcast. Uh, our dog oh, yeah. went and did, I don't know, our dog's 10 years old and he thinks he's one, maybe. Yeah. And he ripped off the deck, jumped landed and just his back leg just kind of caved in and uh tore what they call on a dog a ccl which is basically an acl for us the ligament that holds your upper and lower leg together at your knee so he's uh basically got three wheels right now so he's mostly medicated but i mean it's a matter of making sure he 
stays calm. And we just found a family of five baby rabbits in the backyard this morning. So, oh, man. and he has, and they're, yeah, they're going everywhere in the backyard, hiding in places, and they blend in. So, thankfully, he's mostly medicated, so he doesn't notice them right away. But so that's been, uh, and I have to carry him up and down stairs if we want to move him between floors. And he's like seventy pounds. Yeah, he's not. And I'm not in great shape. So yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's I do. Uh, I did set up a camera on my phone. Uh, we have a sorry. A, a camera in the in the living room. I've got an app on the phone, so I can watch him from the office. Most of the time, he's just sleeping, but you know that's taking up my spare time mostly. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. To be fair, I don't think anyone's holding us accountable to our schedule. So, and in fact, you brought up the schedule con- comment, and I forgot we even made one. So we're good. It's true. Now, speaking of kind of killing time and 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 that sort of thing just before we get into what we're going to talk about uh, later in the episode what have uh I, I know you've been watching movies and stuff what have you been up to what have you been watching you've been playing games what have you been doing a lot of movies man we've digested uh, we went through a little bit of a war phase so we watched uh fury saving private ryan um we watched dunkirk then we went uh to a different genre of war movie and started watching rambo um that was fun. That was a generational thing. Kind of cool. Uh, my my eldest watched uh, the first two. The second one was extremely painful. And then we jumped all the way to Last Blood. <laughs> yeah, how was that jump? Because I got to think that was a bit of a, almost a genre change at that point. Uh, not really. No, uh, to be fair, it was, Last Blood's probably more like what's, it's more, it's more what's out there right now. Right? So it didn't, it wasn't really as unique if you base it off the stuff you're watching. But watching it in sequence from first blood so on uh my favorite comment was wow um 50 years later and i still can't understand him that was uh really i thought really funny i mean arguably you could make that statement for any stallone movie so i don't think that's necessarily unique to rambo it was it was notably better though actually like his ability to speak is uh was like enunciate i guess it would be the wording was uh definitely a lot better uh in last blood and uh yeah, I mean, it's it's it, to be fair. I mean, he's a he's a, an amazing actor because he kept up exactly the character so well. Um, so it was very enjoyable. I want to get her to watch Top Gun. That's on the list, and then we're going to go watch uh, Hot Shots Part One and Part Two because they're that's fitting. A good, yeah, it's a good back to back for sure. Yeah. So we're going down that road. Uh, we watched Blade Trinity, realizing there's not the first two Blade movies on Amazon, but Blade Trinity was there. And I said, be fair, I can probably just voice over the first you know, opening credits and give you the first two movies, which basically you can. So, uh, But to be fair, it, it, they certainly were good. They hold up not too bad. So yeah, we're really just kind of all over the map with movies. Been walk- watching Jack Ryan, uh, really enjoying uh, Krasinski do Jack Ryan. And we got uh, cap that off with 13 hours we threw that movie in there just to see more john krasinski in that so actually, is, I, that's a really good movie movie by the way i actually said to my wife i said i'm gonna let adam watch because I, I knew you would watch the jack ryan program and I'm, i'll let him watch it and tell me whether it's worth watching so I, worth I haven't it. started it yet so worth it and we and we got into the born trilogy um uh, thinking i might watch treadstone but i found um the first episode of treadstone wasn't captivating and i've watched american gods and i'm for anyone else watching American Gods, I'm just finishing off the first season. I'm still not sure what the fuck's going on. To be honest with you, I don't know if you watched it. Um, I haven't seen it, but you did watch The Boys. Oh my 
God, yes. I didn't, we didn't talk about that, did we? Uh-huh. That is by far the greatest thing I've ever watched on film or television, and I'm going to have a hard time topping that until season two comes out. I the know. Best. Like, season two the has a lot best. to live up to. It is exactly what would happen to fucking mankind and superheroes if they existed. That is 100%. Why Superman's the most terrifying character is because he'd be a dick. And that's exactly the type of dick he'd be. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't watched The Boys, go get Amazon Prime. It's free for 30 days. Watch The Boys. And I don't care if you don't watch anything else. Just watch that movie. Watch that TV series. It's fucking insane. It's so, so good. Carl Urban's fantastic. The whole cast is great. The guy that plays uh, Homelander is like just the perfect dick. Uh, is, oh, and, and poor Aquaman. Like the guy who created Aquaman and like the, the vein of this character. Aquaman yeah. deserves, he gets nothing. Jason Momoa, he saved him. He made him cool for like two movies. And everything else will remind us that Aquaman is just a, just useless. Useless and, and spineless and just... Oh man, just awesome! Well, I really this thought... program basically shows you like if Aquaman was in real life, he would have a nervous breakdown because he's useless. <laughs> oh, that was the best scene ever with the van. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoiler, folks. There's just when he he tries to rescue a dolphin, and that is by far. I'm just going to leave you that that he tries to rescue a dolphin, and and you know going into the scene, he's not going to do well with it, but he yeah. tries. How it ends. Is the best. The yeah. best. I mean, that that director, I don't care if it was written and the director added or just did exactly what the writer did, but the pair of them together in that scene was just genius. Just yeah. genius. Because just when you think it's like, oh, and then it's oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, no. I think the second season's coming out some, hopefully sometime this summer. I, I can't wait. And I mean, they leave that season in such a way that it was one of those endings I really appreciate because it was you could have left it and not gave me any more, and I'd just be sad because I'd want more, but it also was a complete story. It left Yeah, us- it wrapped up that that arc for yeah. sure, but then it, it ended in a way you're like, well, now I need to see what's going to happen next because this is, yeah, this I, is something. I really need to see what's happening next, but everything behind me just closed. Mm-hmm. It was It's so awesome. And, and at the same time, it has set up a wonderful story if you want to keep going, and if they keep going, it's great. And if they don't, you can be like, well, you, in your own mind, you can kind of draw a conclusion if you wanted to. I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything written, directed, acted that thoroughly. I've struggled to find 10 minutes where I wasn't entertained or captivated. I really yeah, did. It, it's, it's the one thing with like the Netflix programs. I find there's always bloat. Like You can almost always cut out like an episode or two in a season on Netflix. That program, and not on Netflix, obviously. It's on Amazon Prime. But the yeah. idea... There wasn't, there really wasn't an episode that you could take out. Like everything was, it all progressed the story very well. I think it was a great show for sure. That show, that show fucked up my sleep schedule while in uh, quarantine. Oh yeah. So I was doing not too bad. I was going to bed between 11 and 12, waking up, you know, seven o'clock in the morning. Wasn't too bad. And then I started the first episode at 1030 on like a Tuesday night or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, holy fuck, I gotta go to bed. Like I just <laughs> And then I woke up and what I do, I just put it back on. Yeah. I, just, I just literally rolled over, put it back on. It was so bad. You must have got that done in like a matter of days, right? A couple yeah, days. Yeah, pretty much. I, I I did start it. I was liking it so much, I forced myself to do only an episode a day because it was so good. I didn't wanna rush through it because I know I couldn't get to it's gonna be quite some time of content digestion. 
before I go back to rewatch it, right? You got to like, you know, clean the palate. So you got to watch a bunch of other shit first. So I do, I do find sometimes with those programs, it's good to watch maybe one or two episodes and then like sit on it for a day or two, like think about what you saw. And then you, you pre- I don't know, I find like if you burn through it, you kind of, it just goes in one ear and out the other kind of thing. Whereas I think if you watch a couple episodes, take a break, yeah, come back the next day or whatever, I think it soaks in better. At least I find well, it does. I can agree with that because with Jack Ryan, we're being a little more paced with it. So we're into the second season of that one within like two weeks, basically. So kind of one or two episodes, then we have like a day, maybe one. And then so on. just kind of like you're saying there. And I'm finding it is um, you're excited to sit down and watch it when you go to watch the next episode. Um, you're, mm-hmm. you're anxious to watch it, but you're not you're not pushing through. So you're remembering the recap actually means something. <laughs> the two minute recap means something to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Not just I just need to skip it to get out of the way to where I want to watch. So, yeah. So that's all. That's all good shit, man. So yeah, that's cool. definitely what I've been up to. What about you? Anything unique? Anything? Um, I finally, I, I we kind of finished off a few shows that we had started. Uh, my wife and I we watched through uh, Picard, the first season of Picard. Uh, I finished the run of Halt and Catch Fire. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watched for TV. A couple movies here and there, stuff like that had like older stuff that I just had on my list for Netflix for a long time, like uh, Salt, the Angelina Jolie movie. I had not seen somehow. And uh, so I just watched that one a couple days ago. Uh, I watched this movie by the same guys that did The Raid called The Night Comes For Us. Might be the most violent fight movie I've ever seen in my life. I think at one point, unless I hallucinated, a guy takes the bone of one guy and stabs another guy with it a few times. Like, it was just, it was crazy. There was a lot of crazy stuff. It's subtitled, but, I mean, there's barely any talking. It's mostly fighting, which is fine. We, and then we, a lot of video games. I've, I've been, I finished, uh, I find the VR games, because their campaigns are, like, five hours, maybe. I can finish those. So I finished, like, Astrobot. I finished um, Farpoint was another one. And then with you guys, I've been playing Battlefield Five, And then... Uh, going through Diablo three online with, uh, with another friend of mine. And, uh, that's pretty much been mostly it. Yeah. I, we did, we did venture into the unknown and we watched, um, Megalodon versus giant octopus. <laughs> um, we didn't stop laughing all the way through. There was one particular scene where they, you, it's just amazing how they try to recycle sets so much cause they have no budget. Yeah. So uh, it was amazing because uh, they create stress in this one particular scene. Uh, they just had a person running back and forth in the background constantly. And it was, they were like, it was a very small um, hallway. So you could see them like literally turn. And sometimes you could see them turn to run the other direction. Nice. And we just, we lost track of the entire scene, just counted <laughs> the guy in the background. Um, very entertaining. Oh, uh, well, yeah. As long as it's entertaining, right? I mean, I can't, believe, I can't believe we watched it all the way through. I feel yeah, like that's that, impressive. Yeah. And then we watched every trailer for uh, each Sharknado movie. Yeah. I think that's probably all you need to see. Uh, yeah. I I can't... One, I can't believe the cast that is in all those movies. I've never looked at it before, first of all. Jaleel White in the second one. Didn't see that coming. Um, and Ian's earning... I, I, I could watch it for him, because by the way, he did look like he was having a lot of fun with it. Um, Terry. Yeah, I... Terry. <laughs> Seriously. Uh-huh. I can't yeah. believe that cast. Um, and, and the whole, at some point, taking all these sharks down with uh, chainsaws was looked pretty cool. So 
but we uh yeah we 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 uh we're thinking about iron sky on netflix i don't know if you've seen the uh it's um i think i've seen it that's the one where is that the one hold hold on watch this i think i have is that the nazi one where they built the the moon base yes yeah i've seen that one on the dark side of the moon where we couldn't see it yeah, they ran to the moon and built a, a base. And apparently there's something to do with dinosaurs in it. I, I don't know how that all ties together. I'm tempted to watch it because Look, it seems it has a higher production value. So I almost want to watch it. Yeah, actually, to be fair, it's like, you know, probably like a medium budget movie. It's not that cheap looking, to be honest with you, which I, is I kind figured of... I was going to cross between Sharknado and um, what was it? uh Captain, was it the Captain Sky Captain of Tomorrow? Oh, God, or Sky Captain of Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. I feel like it might cross between those two by the looks of it. So uh, throw a little Jurassic Park in there. So I'm kind of curious. Is that on Prime? Netflix. Okay, I was gonna say I can't remember where I've seen. It. I know I've seen it somewhere, but I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I mean, Amazon Prime's pretty good. I've enjoyed most of it, but I don't think we're gonna live past the 30 day trial. To be honest with you, the stuff that we really want to watch, we're watching now, and. I mean, other than possibly keeping it just to watch The Boys Season 2, that might be the only reason we keep it. We've almost digested what we wanted to out of it. And I find that most of the older movies I want to watch, I have to go get another subscription to, I think, Stars it is or something, to watch some of the older movies. I'm like, well, you know, that, that pissed me off because online I was looking up movies to watch, like where to watch them. They kept saying Amazon Prime. Or, you know, it, it, so I went to sign up and then it's, oh, no, you need another subscription. I'm like, well, fuck that. Like, that, that yeah. I don't like. What I do find on Amazon Prime is they don't do a good job. Like, you really have to hunt for the movies. Like, they're they're not front and center. So, like, sometimes what I'll do is I'll go into a movie that I like and then they've got the section, like, um, yeah. people also watched or something like that. And I find movies that I'm like, oh, I didn't know this was even on here. And then that way I, but yes, you're right. Um, yeah. you gotta watch for the movies that have like the prime tag on them uh, otherwise you gotta get the, uh, the, and the search the search function as you're saying sucks yeah. because if you don't type it in exactly it gives you like five or six titles before the movie you even typed in so yeah. I, I definitely Netflix is I, I'll give them vast superiority for their functioning and, and their their algorithms for like what you actually watch and like tying it all together it's yeah, vast, vastly superior the library is not terrible on Prime, but to find some of the stuff, like like you said, I'll go into a category, let's say, I don't know, uh, adventure or whatever, and you'll oh. be scrolling through, and you suspect all the popular movies will be near the front. It's not true. No, you could be no. going all the way to the end, and you're like, oh, what is this doing way down at the back? Like, it's yeah. hard to find stuff sometimes. But we have determined that the next uh, couple movies we've got to watch is The Expendables. Are they on streaming somewhere? No. Yeah. no. Gonna have to borrow them from somebody. Yeah, if only you knew somebody that had them. Yeah, well, when I can give you your Rambo movies back, I figure we'll borrow the Expendables. That's fair. And, that's and fair. we need Dodgeball, because we need a good laugh, so just saying it out loud. Yeah, well, that's a solid movie. You can't go wrong with that. It, it, honestly, it's up there. It's definitely up there. Watch The Other Guys as well. That was one of our comedy captures as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. So yeah. we're going to get into this thing that I actually did for once and researched, which normally I don't. Yeah, this is only for you. So I actually printed it out and realized that writing black on black is nearly impossible. So I might have a hard time with my answers. But uh, oh my god, we'll I actually just took the time to draw mine out. Yeah. So on the now I don't know who actually runs it, but on the Stan Lee Twitter account, 
they posted uh, basically a March Madness bracket for the MCU characters. Not not all of them. Um, some of them, I think they took out because they were, well, I'd say they're too powerful, but then there's some of them on here that are significantly more powerful than those. So, uh, But they did a March Madness bracket where you can pick out the matchups here, and we both went through and did our picks. So we thought we'd go through that because why the hell not? And I don't care if it's not March. You just shut the hell up and we'll do, we're going to do that. Yeah. So what's the first pairing uh, you want to start with? What side do you want to go with? Oh, we'll post uh, a picture of this on online too. Let's start on the, uh, if, if anyone's looking at this infograph on the left-hand side, on the bottom, let's go all the way down on the bottom. Let's go to Spider-Man versus Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. So now we talked about this a little bit before we recorded Technically speaking, this is supposed to be the movie character versions. Yes. Now, I... Decided. I you I broke, you, you broke yeah, rank. I, I broke the rules a little bit. I, I, I literally... <laughs> my Google search history is now like, Spider-Man, power level. Hulk, power level. Like, I googled stupid shit like that to try to get a context. Because, yeah, the movie versions are not, not the same. So my... Probably you're closer to the comic book versions, but uh, what do you got? Spider-Man against Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, clearly they think Ant-Man and the Wasp separately are weaker, so they put them together. Uh, What do you got, and why? So, in in all seriousness, if this was just the comic books, Ant-Man would take both of them out. So that was because he would just go Giant Man style, and 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 we saw even in the films that that can't be dealt with. Um, But But it is. Spider-Man does the the Empire Strikes Back for the legs with the rope stuff, spider yeah, okay. web stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the way I looked at it this way was I, I, I kept it in the MCU vein, and uh, I actually gave Ant-Man the Wasp the win. Because yeah. if Spider-Man's got to contend with both of them, although he's capable of it, uh, Ant-Man in giant man mode is physically... He's uh, impervious to anything Spider-Man's going to throw at him. And for any of the partner tricks that he's going to pull off, like the Empire Strikes Back move, the Wasp is going to solve that. She's going to be able to keep him free and clear. And if he can, if she can keep Ant-Man free and clear, Spider-Man's screwed. Right. So, and I think at the end of it all, because capturing that... Now, if we were to take current Marvel status and like the you know where Spider-Man has come and his evolution and growing up and his strength and all that shit. But sure, yeah. I mean, comic book-based, Spider-Man walks through this. Uh, but MCU, I'm I'm going I'm stuck with the movies, and I'm letting Ant Man and Wasp go through as the tandem, uh, because quite frankly they know how to work together well. And Spider Man's still growing; he still isn't quite there yet. He's still very young in those movies, right? So lots of mistakes, lots of rookie mistakes. And although Ant Man's not the greatest tactician, the Wasp is pretty good. She's trained well, and the two of them are working to work in, in harmony. So that's my pick. Okay, well, I. Yeah. I did not pick Spider-Man. Wait, no, I did pick Spider-Man. Sorry. I, fi- I figured you would as well. Uh, to, so if we look at it from the comic book side of things, my thinking was, okay, in, well, again, depends on where you look at it, but in theory now, at this point, Spider-Man's been doing the Spider-Man thing for a long time. He should, in theory, be a better... And also, it doesn't specify, but if we're going with the MCU and it's the Scott Lang Ant-Man, I'm going to say he's not nearly intelligent as say the uh hank pym ant-man obviously yeah uh so i i I thought you know spider-man's probably got the fighting skill down uh wasp would have the speed and the flying 
Uh, I'm thinking maybe the webbing would counteract that. But if we look at it from the MCU side of things, what kind of tipped it for me, and it, maybe it's cheating, is I looked at the um, like the Iron Spider suit yeah, that he got from Tony. Good point. I think that really um, helps a lot. It counteracts the uh, the mistakes because in a lot of cases it kind of runs the suit for him. Uh, so I went with Spider-Man. I didn't Ooh. actually consider the giant man side of thing, to be honest with you. Uh, I was more concerned with um, the, the, the shrinking down and then the speed and the flying of the wasp. But I did think that with the art, with the, with the Tony Stark based suit and his powers, I leaned towards Spider-Man on that. So I went with Spider-Man. Uh, you know what, though? In hindsight, I left the Iron Man suit out of it altogether, and thinking about that, it probably would have made a bit of a change. But I'm still standing with what I got, because I still think together as a tandem, they showed some promise in uh, the second movie, and I think when we get them in the third movie, they're going to be even more integral characters, and probably will find them to be superior to Spider-Man in a lot of ways. I think that's where it's headed, so I'm staying with that one. Okay, okay. next up. So, next up, Hawkeye versus Falcon, which I actually thought is probably the best matchup in this entire bracket. It's the best matchup for Hawkeye. It's still, it's, to me, a one-sided fight. Oh, come on. I got Hawkeye winning hands down. Get out of here. 100%. 100%. Superior tactician. Way more precise in what he does and how he functions. Okay, He's absolutely a skilled fighter who's been in the trenches for decades. Okay, Sam is a retired vet who can't keep up. He gets he gets some cool gear, but if he isn't just you know harping in and accidentally you know taking other people down as he tries to save his own ass, he's not a leader yet. He's going to be one, but he's not there yet. He de- he's not a good decision maker. He's a follower. He doesn't work independently. He's part of a team. Hawkeye is a fucking assassin. He works on his own. He's capable, and he'll go as far as he has to go to win. Where Falcon's all about, like, all the cheesy crap that, you know, we see all the superheroes are. I think this is the one bracket where the, the loser actually dies. I think he actually just fucking mutilates and kills Falcon. My thinking is, he, he, if he misses his first shot, it's over. Falcon is too fast with that wingsuit. Yes, I will give you, if he's without the wingsuit... It is not fair. It's not a fair fight. Hawkeye wins it hands down. Hawkeye's going to shoot like 50 arrows at once at him. Like, it's going to be insane. He's not even, he's, he's going to, listen, he's going he's gonna to hit him. He's going to disorientate him in some capacity. And as that, and as Falcon gets ready for whatever he's going to come back with, Hawkeye is ronin him and he's slit his throat. <laughs> See, <laughs> instantly. I, this is what my question was. Are you factoring in the Ronin side of things or are you going strictly just Hawkeye? Because oh, I think as Ronan, when he's that that kind of motivated, it's a different yeah, no. story. I'm taking the Hawkeye at the very end of Infinity, the Infinity Saga, who has been Hawkeye, uh, has been Ronan, is broken, and doesn't give a shit. <laughs> That's the one I'm taking. And when Falcon was in that stage, he was a bit useless. So at that point, Hawkeye hands it down. Listen, this bracket comes down to one pairing anyways of the winner so it really doesn't matter i, I mean look I, I know hawkeye's not going to make it past the next level anyways so that's fine but let's, uh, just, okay. let's just let's just say my bracket is a little bit different than yours and the final matchup of this side this field <laughs> is going to blow your mind 
Okay. All right. So you went with uh, you went with oh, Hawkeye, and I went that? with Falcon. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Black Panther against the team of Drax and Mantis. The again, the MCU versions of Drax and Mantis. Yeah. Uh, that's important. Did, that, that, that's important. I think. What did you? Uh, How did you swing this way? Well, if you're going to the comic book world, Drax kills both of them on his own. For just something to do. He's killing Mantis as well, his own partner? Yeah. He's just going to get pissed off. It, it, he sure. is savage. When you go into the comics, he is sure. savage. Um, and he's incredibly powerful. And he is capable of taking Thanos one-on-one and potentially taking him to the edge. Doesn't kill him, but he can take him to the edge. He can do what Hulk did in the movies. So that doesn't translate at all with what the character they did in the MCU. So... So sticking to MCU, um, we prove that Mantis, if she doesn't come in contact, she does no other function. Um, she's not doing anything else. We're talking about the Black Panther here with a vibranium suit. I just, I just can't see Mantis getting anywhere near him in one piece. She will be in pieces. She'll be incapable of, of making contact with him because he'll remove her hands in seconds. So then all the physical beating that Drax throws on Panther, he absorbs it and just kicks it back to Drax. Now, he might not kill Drax, but we saw that even Ronan took Drax um, down really not that difficult. And I know he was drunk at the time, but Black Panther is a vast superior weapon at this point. So I, I just don't see it being much of a match, to be honest with you, based on the MCU. I see Black Panther just walking through pretty pretty handedly. So I would definitely say Black Panther has the speed and agility uh, he has the vibranium claws. He's got the suit. My thinking here was that Drax could, at least for a while, put up a fight against Black Panther. And my thinking was that while he was doing that, Mantis could slip in and, like, either... It depends. See, this is where it, it they didn't... They haven't really fully develop this in the movies let's just say she puts him to sleep but i guess they they also they he she can change the way he feels so let's say she pacifies him in some way so my thinking is with the two of them i did give the edge to drax and mantis if it was just drax it'd probably be panther if it was mantis i don't even know why she showed up but yeah my thing was i just couldn't see mantis getting anywhere near him regardless of how distracted he was because his reflexes and all that stuff i just just can't see it happening right i mean unless drax literally grabbed her like a a basketball and threw her at him as hard as she could to make contact um and if she was capable to hold on that would be the only move in which case you're also (laughs) counting on black panther not moving (laughs) and i just don't see that happening so his his agility and cat like reflexes hence the panther thing i just can't see it happening so I, I he he makes it through, but it really is irrelevant because <laughs> his bracket sucks. <laughs> yeah, and see, my bracket's gonna come out significantly different than yours. Okay, so I lead, I went with Drax and Mantis, and you went with uh, Black Panther. Okay, fair enough. So far, we are completely at opposite ends on this one. So, ever gonna stay there on this one too? Probably. I don't. Ah, uh, maybe. Okay, so we got Hulk and Cap Marvel. Had so, you uh... gotta stay with the comic books? I mean, the movie for this one. Mm-hmm. Even if I went into the comic books, everywhere I kept reading, 
they've got the Captain Marvel character has the capability of being the most significantly powerful being in the entire Marvel universe. It's been written in there many times that the the character has had the ability to become as as powerful, if not more powerful, than the Silver Silver Surfer, Odin, and so on, which they've ranked as some of the most powerful beings in the MCU. So she's right up there. Now in the movies, they've projected the Hulk to be extremely capable, but when you watch him go toe to toe with Thanos and lose, and then you watch her go toe to toe with Thanos, and it took him literally ripping a power stone out to even make a physical contact that dented her, it just shows the 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 universe as the movie universe has separated the two of them on power scale altogether. And I think she's vastly superior. I think she just literally can go right through the Hulk and turn him into millions of little pieces. All right, so we're going to be four for four for going with opposites because I went the other way and I, I thinking that there hasn't been an instance in any of the movies where we've seen the Hulk, the Hulk, yeah. get physically hurt, except by yes, the the Thanos thing. Now, I don't know the Thanos thing to me is weird because there's some sort of weird like confidence bullshit kind of thing yeah. going on there, and that's kind of a bit of an arc. My thinking is, and maybe it is biased from the comics, but my thinking has always been with the Hulk that the more angry he gets, the stronger he gets, and he's basically impervious to damage. So even though Captain Marvel has the fighting skill, for sure, she has uh, the, the power, I think that eventually she tires out. He's like the Rocky of the MCU. He... He'll just take his lickens until the, the other end is is wiped out. And then if we go with the the later version of the Hulk where he's the smart Hulk, I think he's smarter than her. Not 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 a better fighter, but I think he's smarter than her, and that could help uh his chances as well. So I went with the Hulk on that one. Even though yes, I've heard that before, that the Captain Marvel is is supposed to be the most powerful. I just think that's fine, but a rock is a rock, and if you can't destroy she, it, then she's, he's just going to get bored and leave it worst. She's pure energy. Yeah. So, and if we're going to go the comic book route, just to poke a hole in your theory, don't forget at one point he decided to eat Wolverine, and Wolverine clawed his way out and ripped him in half. So, yeah. if she just decides to. But he's still alive somehow, so figure listen, that one out. Listen, if this is a fight to the death or a fight for a knockout, it does change things. I took it as almost a knockout in most cases. And if that's the case, I think she's getting a knockout. Because if Thanos was able to knock him out, that's one thing. She comes at him full-on energy, super confidence, you know, all that stuff she's got rocking in the MCU. She's she's going to take him down. Now, does he come back? Sure. Does he learn from it? Sure. It's the whole story of the Hulk and why he's lasted like, you know, 80 years. But as I think... KO wise, I think she's going to KO nine times out of ten. The tenth time, though, he's going to find a way to take her head off her body. I do, I do believe that, and he'll have the ultimate win where they don't come back and do it again. But you know, he'll get to like world destroyer type Hulk, right? Which I know that's capable, but MCU didn't go there yet. So that's where I kept the rules on. I think if we were to go comic book style, this would be way more debatable, and I think it would be way closer. All right. So we both can see how this left side bracket is going to go because it's the winner of this one is most likely walking through. Okay. 
Not at all on mine, but all right, moving on. Let's take this bracket all the way through to the, the champion of the side. So I'll do mine first because, I mean, we're both different now at this point. So I've got Hulk against Drax Mantis. <laughs> the obvious choice would be Hulk, but however, I actually went with Drax Mantis, and I'll tell you why. The biggest, biggest opening hole on the Hulk is him becoming Bruce Banner. Yeah, true. And I think, I think Mantis could convince him to do that, to oh, could pacify sure. him, could put him to sleep, to whatever, calm him down. We've seen with uh, with Black Widow being able to talk him down. I think Mantis being, that is her ability, is to be more of an uh, empathetic character. I think she puts him to sleep or, or, or makes him, you know, turn into Bruce Banner and Drax just flat out bangs him against a rock and kills him. I mean, I think I, I, it, it, I actually I was kind of pissed off that I came to that conclusion because I want Hulk to continue on. But when I thought about it, I'm like, Mantis's ability in the MCU, specifically, you see her big thing is putting um, oh, what the hell is his name? The Living Planet. Uh, yeah, yeah, putting eagle, the, eagle. To, yeah, putting him to sleep. An entire planet. So I've got to think she can at least pacify the Hulk enough that he transforms into, into Bruce Banner and then just Drax beats the shit out of him. So uh, I actually went uh, with that. So I have Drax and Mantis moving on, that, which is bananas. No, I don't think it is at all. I think it's completely logical. Because even in the films, if you think about it, Mantis almost put Thanos down when they're taking the gauntlet off him. He's in the movies was superior to the Hulk in that that tactician style, right? Um, and the Drax could throw a bit of a kick it on him, but not much. But in this case, if uh, she's able to get to the Hulk, and quite frankly, go back to the maneuver I said before, Drax takes her, whips her at the Hulk. He'll catch her. All she has to do is put her hands on that giant mitt that he's holding her with, and down he goes. Yeah. Even if he like eats her, as long yeah. as she's alive before he chews. <laughs> All she has to do is place her hands on him, and he's a giant beast, so it's like not hard. And and she's going to be able to pull that off. And his his intelligence, his conscious consciousness as the Hulk is so incredibly weak that it would happen very quickly. I think she'd be able to change him very quickly to the point where I think she could punch him in the face and knock him out before Drax rips him into pieces. So just saying. So I'm with you on that one 100%. If that was the pairing, I would go there. I would go there. So you've I mean, got the only, what, the only, Captain the only, Marvel against Black Panther at this point? Yeah, so the only thing I could have seen different, though, is that if he would have thrown Mantis at the Hulk and he just proceeded to punch her in the air, then then you're done. Because now she's oblivion. She's just molecules at this point, and Drax is fucked. So yeah. that, that that would be the only other way that goes. But I, he has this tendency. So far, Hulk's like, got a soft spot for the ladies, though. So and I don't he know. has a tendency to always grab and bang. So he would just grab her and go to smash her, and then she puts him to sleep. So I, I agree with you 100%. So I had Captain Marvel with Black Panther, and... Um, Black I mean, I, just dead. I only see this one way. Yeah, I was gonna say this is pretty much. She uh, basically, I just figured she would go photon on the hands, and as she does one, and he goes to move out of the way, she just cuts him in half with the other one, like kind of like the boys. Just Oop, there, you're done. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and and I think she goes over and steps on his head for good measure, because just to get it done. I I mean, I think. If any, if the Black Panther had a chance, it'd be with his entire like army with him. That's I that's. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I think she just uh, puts both arms out with the photon cannons and spins yeah. <laughs> like a top. It just takes them all out. It, it wouldn't even be a challenge. It's like I mean, the other thing she might do 
is proceed to go up and physically punch him, overloading his vibranium suit so it actually implodes him on the inside. Because <laughs> it took so much energy, it just destroyed him. Basically, you're picturing his suit just containing a pile of mush after the... Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's just, he, like, he just go looking evaporate, but he's actually in there. Just don't open the suit. It's going to stink. So yeah, it is not, not much of a fight there, to be honest with you. Captain Marvel moves on. Yeah, that makes total sense. Which is sure. going to be really funny as we carry on. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to go based on the way you're 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 building her up. That uh, it's not looking good for her competition. So next oh, up, I've got, I've got Falcon against Spider Man, and I went with Spider Man. Oh. Uh, Falcon maybe has the aerial side of things but even that technically again it depends on which version of spider-man we're talking about but i think the webbing nullifies a lot of that doesn't matter has the vulture ever beat spider-man no neither neither is the falcon (laughs) right now so i i won't get into details falcon's out Uh, spider-man continues on uh, I don't know. Spider Man hooks on him, goes for a flight, and then decides to pull the wings off him about 6,000 feet in the air. <laughs> it just lets him fall. I, I feel like he shoots a couple webbings into the, the jet engine and that thing, and yeah. that's done anyway. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He just ties his hands and feet to make it really count. Yeah. So, so I had a different match. I had uh, Hawkeye versus Ant Man of the Wasp. <laughs> Come on. There's no way. I mean, I was surprised Haw- Hawkeye would even beat Falcon, but. It has to be Ant-Man of the Wasp, right? Hawk, Hawkeye wins. Get out of here! Your argument with Giant-Man. Explain to me how Giant-Man can't beat Hawkeye, but can beat Spider-Man. Listen, their suits are powered by the activators on their belt, right? Okay. So, he sh- he malfunctions the activators on his belt with electric, electric arrows. Okay. They're useless. What is he not? He's not useless at that level. Everyone else he's fought, if they don't have their abilities, they're useless. He's not. His ability is an is a, a, a operative assassin with whatever he's got. He's you know good. What? It doesn't <laughs> even matter, because I just figured out what your next pairing is. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a one-sided fight that's going to be. Okay. But I'm just saying, if you if you really look at it, there yeah. is a way that you can get Hawkeye through right. this bracket, yeah. and I'm not I'm not forcing it. No, you're right. Because look, they're both basically tech based, and if he can disable that tech or nullify that he's tech, then good at that. He's a much he's, better fighter for sure. It is, and he doesn't miss. Let's be fair. So he he can captivate if he even just pins the wasp down for a second with some some sort of like even net style arrow because you know, his his arrows are whatever type you can dream of he's got sure. yep if, yeah, he, yeah. if he can pin her down in a net scott goes to get her he zaps scott's suit so it doesn't work anymore or he can make scott literally grow to explode because of the i was actually hoping you were going to go with that or like yeah. shrink down to nothing again like that'd again. be great so if hawkeye wouldn't even have to fight them past that point they're just fucked up now and so okay. hawkeye's just Hawk, let's just walk it on to his death. I, I just, I need to, we need to go right to the next pairing, and I want you to do your pairing, because this is the biggest blowout in Marvel history. So, as Hawkeye proceeds to <laughs> nullify Ant-Man and the Wasp, he turns the corner, takes about three steps, and becomes Ash. <laughs> just, yeah. just that's, he's done. And I'm not even sure how she did it. I'm not sure if she just flew through him. I don't know if she just sneezed on him, or she actually congiled, compiled some energy. I think there might even be a moment where she just actually goes down and takes him into the space and let's go. 
I don't know how she does it, but however she does it, he's dead. He, he, yeah. It's 10 seconds, maybe 12, done. Yeah. Or, I mean, or she just basically flies down and says, hey, it's uh, you and me, and he just lays down. I don't know. I don't know how it happens, but... Like, I... You could have had a, a, a closer fight if the Hulk had made it through for you, because the Hulk... Uh, with, with Hawkeye, because Hawkeye has killed the Hulk. That's true. I'm just saying, like, if he had, like, some sort of, like, an arrow, like you said, that could penetrate the Hulk, fine. He's got nothing against Captain Marvel. It's over. It's done. 100%. 100%. My fight's a little, sort of, bit more fair, I think. Uh, I've got got Drax and Mantis against Spider-Man. Well, that actually would be entertaining. Uh, I actually... I eked it out towards Spider-Man. And... I went with a couple things. Now, Spider-Man should have the speed and agility over those two, in theory. Um, The only side I could see where Spider-Man could screw up here is if he... If he he let her talk, if he let her get into his head, I think that might be where the problem would be. He's fought strong guys before yes maybe not to that degree the drax is but as you said the drax of the movies is not the drax of the comic books rhino at best yeah so really that i i think really to be honest with you i think mantis is the stronger opponent only because she could get into his head but i think i think if i'm going to eke out a winner of that one i'm going to go with spider-man over drax and uh Mantis, and he's not going to kill them because he's not a killer. I think he'll just, I don't know, web them up or whatever. Do you think in the MCU his webbing is strong enough to hold Drax? The MCU Drax? I think it's strong enough to hold them for a duration of time. I I agree with you on this. I think Spider-Man comes out of this pretty easily. I also think he's just more skillful at his fighting. Drax is... A, a very skilled fighter in this movie world, but he's not he's not pulling us out. And all he's got to do is throw some webbing at Mantis's way, and she's just out of commission instantly. Yeah, like, so. I think if it was a fist fight, like, just toe-to-toe, Spider-Man against Drax, no webbing, nothing like that. Different story, probably. Uh, but I still don't know if Spider-Man loses that. His, his strength is uh, pretty damn good. It's strong. Yeah. It's strong. And even in the movies made it strong. Like, he did some big shit. So... No, I, I'm with you on this. I can't, I can't uh, engineer this. Where, and his sarcasm and wit—it's—he doesn't have a weak mind. Um, he's very smart and intelligent, so he would know just to take her out so quickly that fighting Drax, he would outsmart Drax into something that it wouldn't even be that hard. I would actually even argue that the Spider-Man of the movies is probably at that age a smarter. Oh yeah, Both kid the, the, than the comic book because yeah. he's—they very make him. Kind of like a Stark prodigy, like into building, you know, tech and computer stuff. So I, I think he definitely has the intelligence there for sure. Yeah. So you so you see, got, I went with uh, Spider Man. So so now on my left side, I've got Spider Man, and you've got Captain Marvel, which is couldn't quite possibly be. I mean, they're from completely different ends of the spectrum here. Yours probably makes more sense, but uh, actually, you, you, know, you, you gave you gave a valid argument to how you got there. We are where we are. Now, uh, do we want to continue on then to the other side? Absolutely. Okay. So where do you want to start at the bottom again? I think so. Like, again, because I mean, the top bracket seems to be the big fight. I think okay. In my, in my opinion on this one. So anyways, Scarlet Witch versus Starlord and Gamora. 
Yep. Wow, I, I would. It's so sad that we're gonna lose Star Lord Gamora this way this quickly. Yeah, it's I mean, I, I'm with you, but go ahead, explain yourself. I just assume she'll trick their minds and they'll kill each other. That's the one she's gonna go for. I don't think yep. she's gonna waste too much time. Yep. All she has to do is make Gamora think Star Lord's Thanos, or vice versa, or anything. And you know, yeah. even if she stuns them and then just drops a building on them, I don't know. Yeah, like she's. she's He's done. She, she's, she's not the comic book power yet, and there still is time for that with the TV show and that, but I think just with the the mind manipulation, and look, Star-Lord has proven time and time again, he is very weak-minded. In fact, many people argue he's the reason that they lost that initial fight with Thanos to begin with, because he had his, you know, his meltdown. Oh, 100%. Scar- so, Scarlet, Witch, Scarlet Witch gets in both their heads doesn't even stay to see the outcome as she walks on to her next fight. Yeah. So no, and they're, I, they're, they're tearing each other apart is what's happening. No, I, I'm not going to take up any more time. I mean, I, I'm with you with that. Scarlet Witch absolutely uh, wins that, uh, that fight 100%. Okay. So then we got Nebula and Winter Soldier, which I'm going to say again, um, on this side of the bracket, is a very contested... It, it's set up to be contested, but I think the more I dug into it, it wasn't so much so... Comic book wise, this would be a very contested, very close fight. MCU wise, not so much. Not so much. Go ahead. Who do you got first? I have uh, I have Nebula. Whoa, what? I, and the reason I have Nebula is two things. She, like the Winter Soldier, is well trained. Uh, however, she was basically well trained from childhood. She is mostly machine. Versus with the Winter Soldier being just mostly the you know the arm, um, he probably has more tactics, probably. But I think what we saw in the movies with her basically being able to have her body broken down into pieces and still come back from that, whereas I think his arm, yes, is super powerful, and yes, he has the 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 tactics, the intelligence. There's not a lot of flesh and blood to her. I, I think that, to me, hold leans on. more on, on Nebula. Could Captain America kill Nebula? Because that's all you got to say. Because, without the shield. Uh, without. You can still do it without. No. Listen, Winter Soldier. No, I don't think here's the thing. Winter Soldier has the, the super soldier serum. But he actually has more than one dose. He has multiple doses over generations. Deep down, he's actually more powerful than Cap. Do we has know a... he has super serum? Yeah, 100%. They told us that. It was in there. It was the Russian version. They hit him with the, sol- the, the serum. Well, that's what the Red Skull had. He had, the, he had the, the serum, but I don't remember Winter Soldier having it. He's 100% the same deal. Okay. So he's rocking the same gear. He has no emotional weakness in fighting. Nebula's anger and rage comes over all the time. Her ability to think straight, she gets compiled with anger and aggression when she's losing. He is a tactician. He will wind her up and pick her apart and leave her in pieces that don't even get put back together. I just don't think it's even fair. See, I think he's, he's superior. Do you think the training from Thanos is not as good as the Russian training of the Winter Soldier guy? The, the raw aggression of Nebula, you saw it every time she fought Gamora. Why did she lose? It was her emotions. She was she was robotically superior to Gamora. She should have beat Gamora, but she she emotionally always became unhinged. 
Winter Soldier does not become unhinged. This now, guy based his on, fucking arm and keeps going. Based on the name, I'm going to give you the fact that we're going with a Winter Soldier who is full-on Winter Soldier. He's not Bucky. He's in the zone. He's yeah. so yes, okay. I could I could see that. Okay, so you're going with uh, with Winter Soldier for that. Yeah, one. Who who won this bracket's dead anyways? Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it it's not because <laughs> yeah yeah. Okay, moving on. We have War Machine against both Rocket and Groot. This was a harder one to dig into because I had to go really dig into the comic, the comics on this one a bit because I found the movies didn't give us a lot to go with on both of them. And what I have found is that the comics do not give a lot of credence to Rocket and Groot as individuals. As a pair, not too bad. Um, War Machine doesn't get the credit nearly what he's capable of. Um, he is a fucking Iron Man suit. The only thing he's missing is the... Uh, mindset and billionaire attitude of Tony Stark, but he's also but he's got the military back. He's a military mind, so I gave exactly. it to War Machine. Yeah, I gave me it to too. War Machine. No, I he would, pick, he would pick them apart, identify weaknesses, and chop them down. Yeah, I, Put, I think. I mean, a Lord knows what weapons he's got in that suit. Depends on obviously the time and the place, but he's got the aerial advantage uh, as well. <clears throat> and we've seen examples in the movies of Groot being physically harmed um so we know he's not impervious and rocket is great but rocket himself is not great rocket needs stuff yeah so unless he happens to have the the weapon that just happens to nullify war machine which is a very specific scenario i think i'm with you i think war machine wins that one for sure and don't forget as much as groot could probably keep war machine busy while rocket tries to figure something out the problem is groot only does what rocket tells him to do his independent thought isn't that great so yeah. war machine can get through that in a heartbeat so very very rarely is he making decisions on his own no no and while they're squabbling war machine's already tactically taken the whole situation on and he's moved on which will be to his death but he's moved on <laughs> so this uh, final pairing on the uh, the right side of the bracket could be an interesting one, depending on how you swing. So we have Doctor Strange against Thor. This is how tough. did you? Uh, yeah, this is tough because if you go at the end of it all, where Thor has really come into almost almost on the verge of becoming Odin's son, like he's almost almost about to be take over and become the new Odin. Um, the movies are set up for him to get there, right? Uh, and if you take it from there and you don't get into Fat Thor. You take it from when he just got Storm Stormbreaker and he's doing his thing. Sure. I, I so like end of Infinity War kind of right, like when he yeah, had the yeah. when he had the yeah yeah. I've got him taking Doctor Strange out because I think Doctor Strange, as as good as he is, which is incredibly powerful and all those wonderful things, fully capable, he isn't really into his own yet. He still hasn't mastered everything. If you go into the comics and you go timeline wise, all along the way, these two would be tit for tat for a long long way but if you look at the comics now thor is now the new odin and he is like he killed he killed a person on a fucking planet with a headshot with his hammer like it's just insane so it, he's gone next level and strange is great but he's still not there um i gotta give it to thor thor is extremely powerful and capable and he's one hell of a fighter and he's tough as shit he can get his ass kicked and keep going that doesn't matter so I went with Doctor Strange, but my thinking here is a few things. One, again, if we're basing this on the movies, uh, 
obviously his importance in Infinity War was him seeing all the future outcomes and determining what the way was. So I thought certainly in a fight that would be to his advantage because he could see mm-hmm. what choice to make. But the second he stops to do that, he's taking Stormbreakers with the back of the head. Like, he, it's, the, it's... Yeah, the second thing is he can just go a circle with his arm and send Thor through a portal to buy himself time. The, they made the portal thing in the movies like the one of the most powerful things because he can literally just swoop his hands send somebody through a portal and he buys himself god knows how much time yeah and then the... I, I, I thought about that if okay. that happens the second he does that thor is taking his ability to be called to asgard and back down and projects right through the portal right back down on strange well and then the third thing is in the movies at least not yet there doesn't seem to be any limit to the magic spells he can cast so to me and it's cheap, but I feel like Strange could. There's got to be a spell he can just be like nullify. Th- like I just, they yeah. they haven't given him a limit yet. The only limit they gave Doctor Strange in the movies was more in his own movie where he was the the arrogance maybe yeah. and, and yeah. that kind of thing. I find by like Infinity War, I mean, yes, he dies, but that was sort of of his own doing. Like so, I don't know. I leaned towards that yes thor has the power thor certainly has the aggression has the fighting skill but i don't think dr strange would let him get that close in my thinking of this so i i, I went I, with, uh, and I, feel, I feel like he would have done it with his uh as guardians type powers would have been ultimately what he combated strange with i don't mm-hmm. think it wouldn't even been proximity i think he would have done it with the, the lightning and all that stuff overpowered strange and then when strange was off his rocker uh, stormbreaker or mizorn goes right through his head the other problem with the movie version of thor is they really make him stupid like he's he's not smart and i find like strange can do like an astral projection yeah but if you follow up to when he he for they forged stormbreaker that coming of age piece there he was a little more focused and he started to come a bit more into himself they, they gave him too much personality depth. I get that. So that was my argument there. But I just struggle with the, the, the limitless capability of Thor versus Strange. I still feel like he wasn't in that realm yet in the, in the movies. That was the way I pulled this. But I could see your argument because I did go down that path. And I'm like, I could see Strange pulling this shit off to a point. But eventually Thor would be sick of his tricks and say, I'm sick of your tricks. And eventually get a hold of him. He'd rip the cape off him, rip it in half, and smash his face in eventually. That was my thought process. But anyhow. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I know how your next matchup's going to go. So I think now we're into our uh, our next tier here. And you've got uh, Thor against War Machine? Yeah, I'm not sure how he kills him, but it's going to be pretty cool. It's, I think uh, it's much like the uh, Black Panther death, where he just, <laughs> just destroys him in that suit, and he's just a pile of goo. I think the hammer just goes through the suit. That's all. There's a hole, big hole in his chest where it used to be. <laughs> it's just a shot of like Thor, like tipping his head down, looking through the hole through the suit. Yeah, yeah, I done. See. And he's just waiting for it to come back. <laughs> that's that's the fight. It's done. Oh, that'd be the worst. It goes through like his chest, and then comes back through his head. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. It's done. Right. It's done so quickly. So Thor versus War Machine seems uh, yeah pretty one sided. Uh, now, I had Doctor Strange against War Machine, also very one-sided. 
Yeah. Uh, not War Machine again. Sorry, War Machine. You're not making it past that first round. Doctor Strange will find a way to cook you in the suit, to warp you away, to send you to some other realm. It's just, it's too, it's too one-sided. Uh, War Machine does get, not make it that first he round. Get, he would even get the suit to fire on itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's horrible death. It's bad. He's, he's flying away from his own missiles he shot at himself. I, I mean, Strange just has the cloak wrap around War Machine's vision. I don't know. Like, it's, it's not God. fair. It's not a fair fight. Nope. Done. All right, so then I had Winter Soldier versus uh, Scarlet Witch. So back to not fair fights. Yeah, that seems yeah. one-sided. Yeah, Go ahead. I don't... I, I, again, I actually think there might be a moment where he could get close and try to do something, but I think ev- eventually, with her strength and her capabilities getting more in tune, she's able just to basically pick apart his, his body by literally severing off limbs. I just think it's going to happen quickly. And uh, I think... I think mind mind abilities are very strong, like in this bracket. Like I, I think know, I don't think she's even gonna get near that with him. I think he's gonna yeah. come so quick, she's not even gonna hesitate. She's gonna go physical on him. And physical she's fully capable to do quite a bit. So I don't see I mean, it being much. I fight. would argue she could probably pull that arm right off him, like without getting yeah. near him. Yeah, and kill him with it. Pull it off and impale him with his own arm. That huh. and that's he's done. Yeah. So how how did Scarlet Witch kill Nebula for you? Uh, she snaps her fingers and just separates all the pieces and sends them all to different realms. I don't know. Like it's uh, it's again, it's not a fair fight. Yeah, I actually, so, that's, that's, it's not. She's she's blown through Nebula. I'm sorry. Like Nebula's not okay, making it past. So you got you got Doctor Strange versus Scarlet Witch, which I originally looked at this bracket and thought maybe, but then I went with Thor against Scarlet Witch. But Strange versus Scarlet Witch actually would make a good fight. Yeah, that's tough. Look, I. The, the 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 downside I had against Scarlet Witch was maybe maybe inexperience. Yeah. However, technically they do show her working on her skills throughout, and she's being trained by Captain America, and then she's you know she's she's worked on it for quite a lot. And then I'm I'm tinged by the comics. I'm sure I don't I don't see Doctor Strange winning this fight again. He is strong. He has spells, but if she gets into his head, it's done. Yeah. It's done. I'm saying Scarlet Witch over Doctor Strange for sure. I would give you Scarlet Witch over Doctor Strange in in most of it. Now, the only argument, if you're going to stay just the movies, is that Scarlet Witch was trained by uh, Striker, right? And uh, was it Striker? Baron Striker? No, not Baron Striker. Uh, Striker. Shock, shock. Yeah. So, and uh, Captain America, whereas Doctor Strange was trained by the Ancient One. So, I think his capability to nullify her faster than her nullify him, I think, would be there. But his arrogance could be his flaw because she fights from this humble place. And that's where I think she pulls it off. But yeah. I think it would be, if this was really going round for round, um, whoever moves on past this one in your bracket actually would be damaged goods to take on Spider-Man. Where I think Spider-Man would have came through in way better shape. I think so. I think your bracket would have been really close yeah, at the end. Yeah, you know, I, I absolutely agree. Because he's yeah. he's had to fight Falcon and then Drax and yeah. They, whereas Scarlet Witch has come through Nebula, which would have been physically if it got to that a ridiculous fight. If it got to that. Yeah. But then the Doctor Strange one would have been like just it, it, a, it, yeah. a fatiguing fight for sure. 
And I got Thor versus Scarlet Witch, and I would say the potential for this to be um, fatiguing would be short-lived. I do believe she would try to get the head games and all that, but the thing with Thor is once it's happened to him once, he's not susceptible to it again. It's one of his powers. He, 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 isn't, he doesn't get captivated by the same trick twice. So as she's trying to screw with his mind, he has barbecued her to the inside with so much electricity that I just don't think it's going to last too long. He's not going to let her get this the fall on him once again. Yep. And uh, his anger from the first time will fuel him in such a way that I don't think it even would be fair. And his experience at striking first and not asking questions, because that's how he fights, would ha- make this happen very quickly. Now, I mean, granted, we're not really putting that into play, but if uh, if we were to look at the the road to getting to where they are. Now, Thor would have had to fight Doctor Strange first. Do you think that would have slowed him down at all, or do you think it wouldn't have made an, enough that, of a, an that impact? Would have been, that would have been a good fight for him. I think it would have been a bigger fight than Scarlet Witch, because mm-hmm. I think he just the history with Scarlet Witch is different. War Machine wasn't even a second. Um, no. and, then, and then that Scarlet Witch, then he would come in with such a level of aggression and like bloodlust that he would take her quickly, which would set him up perfectly for the end of the bracket where I had it, because I, I had him coming in uh fucking rare to go yeah now you i would say your fight's certainly much more even than mine i think mine seems to me at least pretty one-sided now i actually i left the last two brackets open until yesterday i was gonna do it on live on the show but i thought no i'll just work through it so i've got spider-man against scarlet witch i don't know a scenario necessarily where spider-man has an edge no yes agility wise maybe fighting wise but i don't think it'll get to that i just don't think that would come into play i think scarlet witch would have it stopped before he got near her she so has for me scarlet so, so witch has to be the win on that no i agree with you I, I can't see him i can see him getting some early advantages but in the end she'd ultimately just take take him out she, the, she the would... only the only other thing I could see maybe on her side is maybe at, at first she feels, I mean, bad for fighting a kid. I don't know. Like it's, I'm She's really not looking that for... old. She's not no, that I old know. herself. I know. So I think that's where that disappears. And, and if she just took out Dr. Strange to get there, I think she's a bit fired up. Yeah. And I mean, she's killed friends at this point and, but mighty so is he. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure what scenario this is, that this is actually happening. It seems very um, like somebody's in control of, of all of these uh, heroes. But uh, yeah, so I've got Scarlet Witch as my final victor. Your battle, to me, seems not so one-sided. So I don't know. Go ahead. I literally landed this with bias because I'm just a huge Thor fan. But I'm going to give it, I'm gonna give it to Thor because of his ability to go next level in fighting. See, the, the, I, my opening statement about Captain Marvel has the potential to be the most powerful person in the Marvel Universe, but she never lives up to her ability, whereas Thor does. Thor, okay. at, at any opportunity to grow his power and utilize it, he does. So he steps up to the adversary. This case, if he's got to step up to her, he's going to go there. She's still trying to figure out, and even all the storylines in the comics and the movies are the same thing. She's figuring out how to get there. He figures it out and then does it and then he goes next level if he has to and if i took the st- the comics the comic arc where he goes now as odin's son can't touch him 
He, the Fokker can take out Galactus now on his own. Okay, he can take out all the Galactus heralds. That's where the, the comics took him. The movies, he just keeps evolving. So I just think at the end of the day, this would be a bloodbath. The powers are very similar in nature and how they operate. But I think his his history of hundreds of years of fighting will ultimately win him in a fist fight against Captain Marvel. And he's walking around with the potential to use two potent two weapons. He can master the same level of energy if necessary in his lightning versus her her plasma piece, right? I just think ultimately, I think he takes her in the long run from his history of killing really challenging things, where she hasn't really killed the challenging thing in the movies. She came close, but she never really did. Yeah, I mean, granted, there is a huge gap where we haven't seen her, so we don't know some of that backstory. If yeah. we were to look at the bracket that you had, she certainly she beat the Hulk, which I guess would give a her a little bit, bit of that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But Thor's ability, because Thor goes toe-to-toe to Hulk with all the time power-wise, yeah. like just fist fisticuffs, yeah. but he never brings anything else in on it, right? He doesn't go at the Hulk with his hammer often. He uses it once or twice, but he leaves oh. the hammer out, you know? He goes fist to fist. If all of a sudden you're going to pull in Major Milorn, I always say it wrong, uh, Milorn, and bring in Stormbreaker, yeah, that's a fucking thing, man. Those things are things, right? Those are those are Asgardian king weapons, man. That's big shit. So I just got a sneaking suspicion at the end of it all, he takes her out. I do think it'd be a good fight. I think there's potential for her to take it, but just based on the history and my little bit of bias, I'm giving it to Thor. So you've got Thor as the ultimate champion. I've got Scarlet Witch. Let's just say those two had to come up against each other. Where do you see that fight going? Well, my bracket, I had him wiping her out. But, That's true. But yeah, based on her, her, her ability of taking Strange on, then having to take Thor on, I, again, think that's a pretty close fight. I, I saw this bracket as Captain Marvel, Thor, and Scarlet Witch. As the, the, any one of those three could have been probably taking this thing. I think I really could. The movies haven't given enough homage to Scarlet Witch yet for her full, full power capability. No, I agree, for sure. Yep. I, I went down the comic book road and had to stop because that made this way harder. Because Nebula had a whole other level to her. Star-Lord had a whole other level to him. Strange was like out of this world. Drax, oh, yeah. Like, they're they're different entirely. Like, even Mantis is, is essentially a different character. Like it's yeah, not it was um, too much. Falcon, yeah. Falcon, at the end of it all, actually became the worst character on the whole sheet when you go down the comic books. Because even Hawkeye was vastly superior to, to Falcon. So, And I went on a bunch of websites to, to see what the power rankings were. Like if people were to take the MCU Avengers and rank them. And traditionally, the bottom three were a mix of Rocket, Groot, uh, Star-Lord, or Falcon. That was always the mix. And it was kind of funny, because I, I think about it from the movies, I'm like, I can see that. The thing with Star-Lord, like, okay, one of his parents is a celestial being, yes, but does he have those powers? Not really, not, not, not really in the movies. The movies screwed up, because the movies basically said, here's your power, but if you kill Ego, we take your power away. And that's what they did in the movies. Yeah. Whereas in the comics, he didn't lose that power. He still rocking some celestial blood, which totally put him up there on the power tree and changed everything, right? So really, if you look at the MCU, the Star-Lord version is just yeah. like a it's shitty Indiana Jones. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was funny they kept Iron Man and Captain America out of this. 
I thought it was funny, but I would have they, they could have fit in a couple good spots, actually. I, I thought Black Panther versus Iron Man or Black pa- Panther versus Captain America would have been a good bracket. Yep. And just like I thought Winter Soldier versus Iron Man or Captain America would have been the perfect spot to take out Drax and Mantis and trick out Nebula. And I thought that actually would have been kind of cool. Or like uh, Captain America versus War Machine. That would have been a cool one, too. Yeah, I, I wonder if they went with like matches we hadn't necessarily seen. Yeah, I guess yeah, obviously let's... we've seen Iron Man and Captain America fight, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, that was interesting. I, I was, I'm shocked well not i I shouldn't be shocked i am a little surprised we were that different i i thought the only one the one side the other side not so much but but one side we were were completely off i really thought the only one would be that far off i knew yeah i knew you weren't taking hawkeye anywhere you just like hate him um but i felt like there's a logic there that if you hold on to that logic that they gave us in the mcu to justify him he's certainly better than they gave what they what they gave us a falcon Falcon was a great friend to Captain America. Hawkeye actually was a proven commodity. So when he say t- with Hawkeye, I, I really did not factor in the um, the post Infinity War, the Ronin kind of side yeah, of things. But, but, that but, ruthlessness, but, I never really thought so much of. Look, even when Loki tapped him in the first Avengers film, he fucks up things for the Avengers pretty hard on his own, and uh, ultimately gives a good go. Again, Bla- uh, Black Widow would have been good in here too. I think. Well, I guess there's always next year. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, we should do, right. we should do something. Yeah. See, the thing is, you can do this in Marvel. Uh, DC, you have to go into characters that people don't know to be able to build a bracket. Well, you start otherwise Superman. Well, Wonder Woman is Superman, right? But then, yeah. if you start learning about Black Adam and you start learning about you know some of those, those other uh, some of the other characters, you can get pretty cool. Where Marvel balanced the world out a bit more, like you know, there's still sentries not in here, right? Um, oh, there's so many there's so many other characters silver surfer not in here like there's there's a lot of characters in here that would be interesting um and even villains right magneto dr doom like it would be interesting very yeah. interesting so well certainly if uh if you have your own picks and again we'll post that bracket up on uh, social media and whatnot let us know uh what you think if we're way off if we're close if you agree if you disagree um if, Haw- if Hawkeye should have beat Captain Marvel, please explain how. <laughs> yes, I would have loved, I would have loved Hawkeye versus Thor. I mean, let's see, Hawkeye versus, yeah. I mean, let's say Hawkeye gets. He can't beat Hulk. Well, he has been. Uh, see, that's tricky. But then again, I, nah, I don't know. We could spend all day on this. Yeah, let us know if you've got differing opinions because obviously you could depends on really how much time you spend on it maybe how much digging you do on characters as well yeah i did i did uh, have a scenario where i was thinking about doing the hawkeye versus hulk letting hawkeye be the winner but then when i was looking the other side i'm like do i just want to murder hawkeye in a horrible way like what (laughs) yeah not fair he's not going to stand a chance against the other ones i will say we actually didn't do a terrible job at balancing out the sides no it it was when you think at first look i'm like yeah, it seemed too easy at first, but walking through was fun. And listen, uh, brackets like this are actually a lot of fun, and particularly when we're stuck at home looking for things to do that aren't too repetitive, this does uh, something completely different with stuff you love. So you can do this with a lot of stuff. I've seen people do this with um, fast food burgers right now. Yeah. Uh, Mark, Mark Bernard is doing it with uh, yeah. the fast food chain, so with his son. Uh, there's, you know, there's cool things out there, man. So there's lots of ways to stay entertained, and even just listening to us might even do a little bit of that. 
or you just know you filled some time with something else that wasn't of value. I mean, yeah, I mean, as long as you're not staring at the wall, and if you are staring at the wall and listening to a podcast, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's better than nothing. That, that's like doing two well, things at once. Uh, before we go, do you have anything else uh, you want to mention before we wrap it up? No, should I? I probably should. How's your uh, how's your coffee supply? Ah, that's a very good lead-in. I have uh, I'm not doing too bad for coffee supply. How's yours lately? I got a reorder, so I think I'm going to head over to Deadly Grounds. Use that promo code Happy Zen H A P P Y X E N and get myself fifteen percent off my entire order. And at a time like this, when they ship it, that's awesome. Yeah, because really, coffee and booze is really what's getting us through most of these days, so can't complain remarkably, at all. Remarkably, they're both friends of the show. <laughs> yeah, or or at least they're easily accessible. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, I think that pretty much does it. only thing I wanted to point out, which is kind of funny, and it's a little bit of an older story now, and by the time this comes out, it might be even older, but I don't know if you saw, so the Queen did her... Uh, what do you call it? What do, what do you call that? Uh, she speaks to the people. She does her... Like just an address, basically. An address. That's it. Yeah. So the Queen did her address to uh, the people of the UK, England. And she... Uh, it was a lovely, lovely talk. Getting everybody to get through this, much like World War II. And she wore <laughs> a entirely green dress. Which a friend of the show noticed while he was watching. Uh, that would be Peter from Rock Paper Cynic, and he decided that he would essentially green screen her dress and started putting different images on her dress. And if you know anything about Photoshop and that, if you have, and much like uh, video editing, much like a green screen, you can put anything on there. And he posted all sorts of these uh, things. To, you know, cats, dogs, Iron Maiden, all sorts of stuff. And people just went on and on. It ended up getting on Reddit and then it shot way up and it became on the front page of Reddit and it just went bananas. And then it, I was watching uh, last week tonight with John Oliver <laughs> and he was doing a segment much like we uh, have done from time to time now where he was trying to think of positive things to show. And he showed and not only did he show these what they're calling the queen screen instead of green screen uh he showed uh peter's initial one with peter's twitter uh thing so we are like two degrees away from uh john oliver which i think is kind of neat and i just thought that was a really interesting story and there's I'll, I'll post the link but there's yeah i know yahoo news did an article with him uh, a couple other news outlets did so so once he cools down and comes back to earth we should get yeah. him on the show yeah we'll talk to him a bit about uh a bit about that because we can't get him in the stratosphere there's no, we, our reach is not there no but uh yeah look for rock paper cynic on twitter go back through his twitter history you'll see uh, where that started and uh yeah it started out innocently enough but i think once you get onto reddit i think things blow up and then you got on john oliver which is pretty cool so yeah that's all i got left the friend of the show do it well that's right okay well uh until well, next time if we anchor ourselves to enough talented people, we will eventually rise as well. Oh, if only they'll carry us with them. That's what we need. We don't. Uh, we don't get that. Just gotta <laughs> hook into enough of them. Doesn't matter. All right. Well, we will uh, talk to everybody later. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And uh, until stay next socially, time, stay socially distancing. That's right. And physically.
Yeah, physically distancing. That's what you need to do. All right, take it easy, man. See ya.